everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of Trapped in My Mind. I'm your host, Seth, and today with me I have the beautiful Mackenzie Jono. Hi. This is my girlfriend. That is correct. And she has been bothering me since <laughs> the day I started this podcast saying, when are you going to have me on? When are you going to have me on? And every time I have people over, she always makes it a point to say, He'll never have me on. He'll never have me on. And then a few days ago, I told her, hey, uh, it's your time to shine. You can come on this week. And she's been nervous since then. She didn't think I'd actually uh, get her on here. I thought that you were just bullshitting me, saying that I was going to come on eventually. But I never thought you'd actually want me to come on. Hmm. So uh, I caught her off guard. So this could be a very long podcast or it could be a very short one. Uh, and we're probably going to keep it light because she also didn't identify anything she wanted to talk about. So this is well, because, all going to be off the dome. Okay, for the record, anything that I mentioned previously wanting to talk about, you would say that we have already discussed that and that we can't have a second discussion about it on the podcast. So That's not completely true apparently, because... Apparently we've covered every topic in the world to talk about. That's not completely true because A... Uh, I recommended a topic and you said I can't get into that with you again, which means you didn't want to talk about a second topic. Because it was mentally draining to talk about with you. So we're just going to have a very non-mentally draining conversation, apparently. So looking forward to it. I don't know what to expect and uh, hopefully you're not still nervous. But I guess that can take us into our first topic. Why do you get so nervous before things? Especially like something like this that's super, well, in my opinion, super laid back. You're talking to your boyfriend why why is it something that brings the nerves because i'm an anxious person so i don't know i don't know why i've always i've always gotten like this i used to like stay home from high school because i used to be so nervous to go for no reason um i'm nervous or i was i'm not nervous now because we're actually doing it but i was nervous beforehand because what if i sound dumb what, what if you sound dumb? Yeah, what if I sound dumb? I'm asking you, what if you sound dumb? Oh, well, I guess you, you, A, could delete the podcast and not even post it. Or B, I could just live with the fact that I think I sound dumb and people probably won't think the same thing. And so what's the worst that could happen if you sound dumb? People will assume that I'm dumb, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> you want to tell the people... That you're not dumb? No matter what I say on this podcast today, I promise you that I am a decently smart person. She's very smart. She's going to be a nurse. That's true. So you get nervous for things. Oh, man, you were saying something that made me want to ask. So for school, why were why would you not want to go? What were you nervous about, if you remember? Well, because I went to a Catholic school for nine years of my life and then I went started at a public high school and I didn't know anyone so my freshman year of high school I was so nervous oh I was really nervous to go because (laughs) I never had used a combination lock before in my life and I didn't know how to get my locker open so for the first like two weeks of high school I had to try to find someone to help me open my locker and that would make me really nervous because that would make me look dumb did you uh, show up to your first day wearing a uniform? <laughs> no. But, because that would have made me look dumb. 
And I try to blend in. Why do you want to blend in? I don't know. Less less attention. You don't like attention? I do. In di- in certain situations. I would love attention from you. You got it. Um, but I don't know. In potentially embarrassing situations, I don't want attention. Like, I've never been to public school. I don't know how these people dress. Not saying I would ever show up there in a uniform, but if I did, or if I show, if I went to school wearing something like dumb, <laughs> wearing something like dumb looking, then everyone would like probably like talk about it or something. I think I get so nervous for stuff is because I would like to avoid any situation where I could possibly be embarrassed. Why have you had like a super embarrassing moment? No. Like, nothing even comes to mind when you say that. Like, that's why I hate going to new places. I think Tabby talked about that on her episode. I don't like going to new places because what if I can't find where I'm supposed to go and then I have to ask somebody and then they're like, oh, this stupid girl doesn't know where she's supposed to be going. How embarrassing. Yeah, see, that's something I just don't understand because I feel like as a guy, we're talking... The, the stereotype around being a guy is don't ask for help. Don't ask if you're in like a convenience store. Don't ask where something is. Don't ask for directions. Fucking, I will ask the stupidest. I'll be like, hey, where's the nearest gas station? There'll be one behind me. <laughs> so like, I don't, I don't understand like who, why is it so difficult to ask somebody a question at the fear of them thinking you're dumb? Who cares? I've gotten a little better about it. At least that part as I've gotten older. It used to be, like, crippling to the point where I, like, could not go to new places by myself. But now, I don't know. I'm just always afraid of, like, the unknown. Like, uh, when you have to call GNC to see if they have <laughs> a product. Okay, see, that's potentially embarrassing. Go ahead. Enlighten, enlighten, okay. enlighten everybody. So, as you may know, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson just released an energy drink and Seth really wanted to try it and so he we both did yeah but you're the one that told me to call I wanted to try too but you said hey GNC is selling ZOA which is the drink and I'm working so you should call up there to see if they have it what's wrong I never said a call I said you should go get some and you said well I'm not gonna go get some because they don't have it Okay, yeah. So you told me to go get some. I didn't want to go up there because one, GNC is a small store and usually you're the only customer in there. And then there's going to be some like beefy douchebag guy probably working there. That's no a hot take. No offense. Don't cancel me. But yeah, I have a lot of GNC listeners. So. <laughs> so then this guy is going to be like, what the fuck is this girl doing in a supplement store and then i'm gonna be like hi do you have zoa and then he's gonna be like what the fuck is zoa well then he would be the idiot because it's he's his store selling it but in my mind i'm like oh my god you're so i'm stupid for even asking so have you ever thought about like faking it like acting like you're a fucking pro like if you're asking somebody a question just acting like you fucking already know the answer that you're smarter than you are I mean, like, if you're going to the GNC, like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, dude, I fucking, I lift. I'm in competitions. The fuck? I mean, well, he would never ask me what I'm doing there. So then why is that in your head going into it? Because I think that's what he's thinking. 
And then, and then if they didn't have it, then I would have to walk out of that store empty-handed. <laughs> and that's embarrassing. Why? You do know that you can go into stores without purchasing something? Like I know. Target? So, like, Target's fine because no one would see me, like, leave. Like, because it's a big store. There's a bunch of people. So, like, even if someone did see me leave empty-handed, like, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know what I came there for. Dude. Target Auburn Hills has a bouncer. <laughs> he would have seen you leave. Yeah, but like he's not, he didn't ask me what I was there for and then see that I didn't find what I was looking for. Does that make sense? It probably doesn't. I mean. But then I didn't want to call. So to continue the story, then he was like, hey, why don't you call them to see if they have it? And if they do have it, you can just go up there. I and never said to call. That was your idea, but continue. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted you to call. So, <laughs> um, I didn't want to call because if I called and I said, hi, do you guys have ZOA? And they were like, yeah, we do. Then I would have to go get it and, and see the person that I talked on the phone with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And? And... Then he, I don't know. In my in my mind, that's embarrassing. You know, I had this exact conversation in therapy the other day. Well, welcome to therapy. Yeah, part two. And so, how did can you discuss what you shared in therapy? How did that end? Uh. <laughs> well, my therapist basically just told me that that's very common in people with anxiety to feel this type of way, um, but that. I should try to do stuff in small doses. Like he said, calling GNC would have been a good thing to do because that would have been like very small. It wouldn't have been like starting a new job and having to go find where you're working and meeting your manager all in one day. It would have been like calling GNC and then going to pick up the energy drinks. So I do have a question for you. Yeah. Did, did somebody ask you to call GNC and say this would be a good learning for you? Mm-hmm. Who was that? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> oh. So, basically, I'm a therapist. You don't have a, a degree in... No, I don't. Should we show everybody? <laughs> All right. This is our son. All right. He'll probably meow. Um, well, I'm, I mean, so moving forward, do you think you could... Well, Yeah. Do you think that you needed a nudge from a therapist to say to try these things? Like, does that make yes. you feel more comfortable? In my mind, like, I would call GNC right now. Should we have her call GNC live? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know that they have it because uh, we went there. Yeah, but they were almost out. Yeah, I'm not calling GNC live. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a terrible episode. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I just don't even know. We didn't prepare. You didn't have any uh, topics. You said that you had yeah, but... stuff to talk about. Okay. So, I guess another another one of these things that I notice is you get very mm, stressed out about... Like, you build anticipation for things that might be stressful, like a test or something like that. But so much to the point where it's like, I, I feel like it's hindering you. Why do you think you let yourself get that or have you have you talked like with your therapist about why you might get so anxious or why you might get so stressed out before something yeah 
because it's part of anxiety. I mean, okay. Like for a test, like that test I took on Monday, there was like, in my mind, a lot, like that was a high pressure situation. Like I either pass it and I graduate or I don't pass it and I have to take it again. And that's stressful. Like I'd rather just have it be done with. And I don't know, I feel like things that I get super stressed about in my mind, it's because it seems like there's like a lot riding on it, I guess. I mean, yeah, for the test one, I get it. But like, you can see there wasn't much riding on it. Yeah, but that's, I told you, that just stresses me out because like embarrassment almost. I know, I just, <coughs> shit, COVID. I just find it strange that um, not having ever going through anything that's super embarrassing, that you, like, you always tell yourself that it could be embarrassing. I feel like, and again, I don't know shit about anxiety. I'm, I'm learning from the people around here, but I would, I wish there was an explanation for why people get anxious about something that's never even happened. Well, that's why it's anxiety. See, I thought that I thought that like anxiety could be triggered by something that's happened before, and that's why it's like, oh shit, I don't want it to happen again. From what I understand, with my minor in psychology, um, a fear is something that you can attribute to a certain situation. Like, if I was ever embarrassed, like actually had a super embarrassing moment, like going to a new place, and then every time I go to a new place. I'm, like, terrified to go because I'm afraid of that repeat situation. That would be considered a fear of going to new places. Anxiety is anxiety because you don't really know what's causing it or what triggers it. It just kind of happens. Like, for my exam, like, I had a fear of failing, I guess. It wasn't necessarily, like, I mean, I was anxious about it, but it was because I was scared of failing yeah i mean i think i mean i don't know again this is my ignorant opinion i feel like everyone gets kind of like if it's a test like that yeah you either pass it or you don't and it's going to be more pressure but at the end of the day it's not like someone's dying if you don't pass it you can you can retake it which sucks but i feel like at least for me if because i've been stressed out about tests several times but if i like Okay, one thing I, I will say I I admire about you is that you will fucking st- typically will study day in, day out. But for me, if I'm studying that long or preparing for something that long that has a lot right on it and I get too stressed out, I have to step away because I don't want to get to the point where I'm sitting there crying trying to figure out how to do this. I have to go away and give my mind a break and then I come back and it usually seems to work out. So I just think it's weird that people will just keep attacking something and letting it just like fucking tear them apart until it's over it's like take a take a break yeah but i think that like if i take a break my thought process is oh i'm taking a break i'm not trying hard enough and then if i were to fail i would be like oh it's because of that break that i took like and then i would just keep like going back to that like oh what could I have done more of in order to do this like correctly you know what I'm saying 
yeah, I know what you're saying, but maybe they teach different shit in business school, but they straight up, I've had teachers tell me like several times, you have to pace yourself and your study habits because your brain can only work for a certain amount of time. And after that, you're no longer retaining knowledge or same thing with working out. Like some people be like, Oh, I fucking work out three hours a day. It's like, dude, after 45 minutes to an hour, it's no longer doing you any good. Yeah. 25 minutes to five minutes is what I usually do. I'll do 25 minutes of studying and then I'll do five minutes of a break. And apparently that's like the cycle that your brain works in to be able to replenish. And there's this little app that I have on my phone. It's called Flora. And they say that they plant a tree for every successful like session that you have. So if I complete 25 minutes uninterrupted without going on my phone, they'll plant a tree somewhere in the world. I have my questions on that, but that's for a different conversation. Yeah, but even still, 25 minutes on, 5 minutes off. If you do that all day, eventually well, you're going to be fatigued and you're going to get emotional because you, you spent your whole day yeah, but, studying. But I don't spend like every waking hour. At least I don't feel like I do. Like, I feel like by the time that you get off work, I'm normally like, okay... Yeah, I work like 9 to 10 hours. Yeah, that's like a decent study day. Yeah, okay, well, that's a lot of preparing. But um, anyway, okay, so this will go into uh, social media just because when I first met you, you said, I don't really I, I don't really like social media. I think you actually had to re-download Twitter or you had just re-downloaded it because you didn't use it. And then when we started dating, I mean, obviously, I think it was probably sparked on by like COVID. But you fucking downloaded Twitter and you were, you've been on, you go on your phone a lot. So do I. So I'm not bagging you for it. But recently you deleted TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I you mean, made it, a, you made it an ordeal. And now. I didn't and now make it an ordeal. Oh, you, anytime you got a chance to say, oh, I, de- I deleted TikTok. <laughs> I deleted TikTok. And now you have it again. Yeah. So question on social media What's your what's your stance on that? I guess we'll just go from there. Is it super distracting? Is it bad? Is it good? Why do you gravitate to it when you're bored? Okay, I think it is it's obviously super distracting cuz I will sit there and scroll for hours. That's that's factual. So I deleted TikTok a couple weeks ago so that I wouldn't be scrolling on it for like 4 out not 4 hours. I don't think I scroll for 4 hours a day two hours maybe a day on TikTok while I was trying to study. You for do the this. two hours on five minutes off. <laughs> I was trying to study for this exam because TikTok is the worst for me. I think it would go TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't really like Twitter. I've considered deleting it again. Because let me tell you, I think I had it deleted off of my phone for like two years and I did not miss it until I think we went on our first date and you said... Oh, I'm going to make a, we, you made a Twitter poll about something. Yeah. Are uh, pizza, pizza bagels considered pizza or are they better than pizza rolls? It was one of those. I think you said, are pizza bagels considered pizza? Yeah, I think so. Because you said pizza bagels are considered pizza. And I said, no fucking way. I think you said pizza rolls are considered pizza. I fucking hate pizza rolls, dude. Okay. I like pizza bagels. And that's why I said, okay, well, if pizza rolls is bagels or pizza rolls is pizza, (laughs) then pizza bagels is pizza. Well, either way, on our first date, you... Which was to get pizza. Which was to get pizza. Big pizza people, apparently. You said, 
that you were going to make a Twitter poll about it, and I wanted to see the results, so I redownloaded Twitter. But up until that point, like, I really didn't even miss... You made a tweet about it as well. Yeah. And your fans chose no, and my fans chose yes. Yes. So that's why I redownloaded Twitter. But up until that point, I really did not miss Twitter. <sighs> but I don't think I could... I think I could not... This is going to sound so terrible, but I don't think I could live without, like, Instagram or Facebook. You couldn't... Wow. Okay. That's, full of hot takes. It's an exaggeration. You're saying that all GNC guys are douchebags, and you're saying that you couldn't live without social media. Okay. I could live without it, obviously, but I think those would be the two that I, like, truly miss the most. Facebook and, and Instagram? Mm-hmm. Big Facebook girl? I just like seeing what all the older people are doing. Older people? <laughs> yeah, like... I'm not friends, or I'm not following, like, any of, like, my parents' friends or anything on Instagram, but I... (laughs) Who's the older people? What do you mean? Who's the older people that you're referring to? Like, all of, like, my friends' parents or, like, my mom's friends, like, what do you... Why are you looking at me like that? So you go on Facebook to follow your friends' parents? (laughs) that's not the sole reason i'm on facebook but on facebook i don't know you see a lot of like life updates and stuff on facebook that you don't see anywhere else which is why i like facebook i like instagram because i feel like instagram is just the best social media platform i would probably agree well i'm a big tiktok guy but uh so a question for you because you say that you're always afraid of looking dumb and sounding dumb. Just a question for you. <laughs> when you're parading through... Is this going to be rude? It's not rude. It's a question. So your answer is rude if you want to make it rude. When you're parading around through Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, do you ever catch yourself saying, oh, that person's dumb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everyone does. And you're lying if you say that you don't do it. I don't. I do do it. I do or... do it. <laughs> yeah, you just did do do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a human, so yeah. I shit. Um, yeah, but I also don't care if people think I'm stupid. So I feel like, and this is wrong. This is wrong, but I feel like that gives me the right to be like, oh, this person's dumb because I don't give a shit if they're doing that about me. But it, I feel like it's strange that you are so worried what people think about you, but then you'll sit there and judge. I guess I'm... Not just you, any, everybody. Because I'm hypocritical. <laughs> oh. No, but maybe that's why I'm so afraid <laughs> to look dumb. is because I see what you guys all post. Not you guys. Like, so you're afraid of uh, people out there that are like yourself. I see what everyone else posts. And sometimes I'm just like, why would we do that? Like, did we think before we posted that? You know what I mean? I learned a lot about you today. <laughs> so you're basically afraid of somebody judging you as the way you judge other people. Okay. Well, when you put it like that, I sound like a terrible person. No, I don't think that. I don't think anyone thinks that. Yeah, and I think that's fair. Not even on social media, but in, like, real life. You see someone... Do something embarrassing, and you're like, oh, God, I would hate for that to be me. 
So then I try to do everything possible to avoid that being me. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Here's another one, dude. Actually, no, we'll do that. We'll save that for the end, the last topic, which is kind of fun. Okay. So these are just topics I just came up with like five minutes before we started, by the way, because you didn't want to pick any topics. I didn't think you'd ever put me on your podcast. I told you a few days ago I would. Anyway, if anyone's even still listening to this. Uh, is it that bad? It's just, it's just, there's no order, but that's okay. We're just, we're just saying out, having fun and you got my attention. So, and I got your attention, I think. Um, uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations. You, I think I've referenced it in one of the previous podcasts without saying your name specifically, but you really do not like to have conversations where there's conflict whether it be with a loved one, a family member, a friend, which I guess would be still be loved ones, a stranger. Why? Um, well, because, see, I just feel like that if it's an issue to me, that it's, and this is going to sound silly, but if it's an issue to me, then, like, maybe I'm just, like, overthinking it, and it's not really, like, for example... Say, like, you were doing something that was bothering me. I'm like, oh, like, I'm probably just making, like, a big deal out of this in my head. And he probably doesn't even, like, think anything of it. It's fine. Or I'm going to inconvenience you big time if I want to sit down and talk to you about it. But even though that I know that's not the case, like, in my head. Like, even something as little... It's like the other day when you were like, do you want to get Peruvian food? And I did not want Peruvian food. It was delicious. but We got it a couple days later, but I did not want Peruvian food. But I didn't want to tell you that because I knew how much you wanted Peruvian food. And so I was like, I'll just suck it up because <laughs> I don't want to have this conflict here. What? Uh, uh, two questions. One. Are you aware that your facial expression said, we're not fucking getting Peruvian food, whether or not you said it or not? No. I mean, yes, subconsciously I know that, but I didn't want to have to, I didn't want to say it. Oh, words are tough. Two, what happens if you inconvenience me so much to the point where <laughs> you voice your opinion of not wanting to get the same food as me? Because then, what if you're like, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, what if you're just pissed about it? I'm not saying you don't get pissed often at me. I'm not, like, saying and I'm, like, afraid to talk to you because, like, of how you've previous react, previously reacted. I'm not worried about that. I'm just, just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. What's the worst? If you say, Seth, Peruvian food tonight, I'm not feeling it. What am I going to do that's so... Okay. Just like, oh, Ra I can't tell. Like, him. rationally, like, I know that there's, like, honestly, nothing. Like, you're not going to break up with me because I didn't want to get the same food as you. It's just, like, a reoccurring theme in my life that um, I have a hard time, like, communicating what I want or, like, how I feel to people. Not even, like, significant others, just, like, everyone in my life. Do you want me to keep talking about that? Or do you want me to switch I mean, that? sure. Do you have questions, comments, <laughs> concerns? Why? Um, I don't know. I can't, like, pinpoint it to, like, one moment in my life, but I feel like 
it's just like an accumulation of maybe bad reactions from people in the past where like now I'm kind of like on edge or like nervous to ask questions like that because even though like going back to like if this were like me and you having a conversation like knowing that like you would never react as somebody else previously did like in my mind it's like oh like that could still possibly happen so are these certain instances that maybe you can't pinpoint but maybe you can older instances because if they were newer has it gotten better or are you still like oh that's kind of too fresh I don't want to even run the chance of that happening again well no actually it's like old but like still you know it's always in my head that I, I am like oh maybe they'll react the same way that they did previously or oh like maybe I don't know I just didn't like those situations that I was in and now I I don't want to like recreate them so like something as small as that like doesn't make me nervous per se but like I'd rather just not say anything about it do you think that's the better thing to do is to not say anything about it and I know it's not like the best thing to do because one it makes me unhappy and then ultimately it would make the other person in the like conversation unhappy or it would affect them in some way because if I'm not happy, then I'm probably going to be not in the greatest mood. <laughs> Hence making the other person. I don't know. I know it's not like the correct thing to do. Like I know I should just be able to like say how I feel and like what I want in life. Um, But sometimes it's hard for me. It's okay. Yeah. It has gotten better, I will say. Like... A lot better. Is that through self-practice or through people responding better than you assumed? I think a little bit of both. Like, I have been, like, consciously working on it. I feel like it's a combination of both things. My therapist has been encouraging me to work on it. And I also want to work on it. And also, people usually never react as bad as I think they will in my head, if they even react negatively at all. So, a combination of both. (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, I'll make it known to the world. If uh, you ever don't want to eat the same food as me, just let me know. I won't get mad. And you've never gotten mad. So... Also, I'd prefer you to say it instead of, we can get premium food if you want. That's my trademark. Yeah. So I've gotten pretty good at reading uh, body language and facial expressions. So thank you for that skill. The Peruvian food was good. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay. Well, this might be more fun topic for you. Okay. Funny things or annoying things your partner does. Huh. <laughs> I'll let you start. I kind of want you to start. Why? I want to hear what you have to say. We can go one and one. Go ahead. Okay, let's see. I wasn't preparing, so. Oh, okay. Well, here's a good one I think any guy can relate. 
Anybody who pays bills can relate. This girl loves to leave the lights on in every room. She can leave the lights on downstairs and not even going downstairs for two or three days and leave them on. Come electricity bill time, it's I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what? 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 Two people live here. What are you doing? And she's like, I just like it lit. Also, mind you, <laughs> we have a huge window in the front where she spends most of her time in the living room and there's windows all around there. We don't need lights until really like 8 p.m. No, because once the sun like starts going down like 6 p.m., the there's no more like supernatural light. So what? So Oh, supernatural light. Okay, so what about like noon, 1 o'clock? When you're just on your phone on the couch, why do you need all the lights on? I usually turn them off by then. No, I turn them off by then, and then you just don't fight me on it. Yeah, so they're Are off. Are you scared then. of the dark? No, actually, I'm not. I used to be afraid of the basement. You're a big girl now. But I have grown up. Okay, well that's my first one. Um. I'm interested in these ones. <laughs> Can I? I think I know one of them. Go ahead. I don't understand why it takes you 25 minutes to take a shit. That's exactly the one I was thinking of. Guys can relate to this one too. And I've told you this before. I've also, I think, posted it before. Um, That's my time to just fucking not have to deal with anybody or anything. Because you know what? You know who's in there in the bathroom with me? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> okay. But you always go. Not that you would know this, but you always go... When I have to pee, like, so bad. Mm. Alright, well, that brings me to my next one. You love going pee as soon as I'm done dropping the kids off. That's weird. <laughs> okay, because you, like I previously stated, you always go in there to poop right you when I have like to pee. You pee, like, 25 times a day. Exactly. And, but you always target the times right when I'm done. Like, so, you will literally pee, and I'll be like, okay, I can go. And then I'll go, no, and then you don't pee right do that. after. And you also poop like four times a day. Like two or three times. It's not normal. Two or three times is normal. Ask a medical professional. I'm almost a medical professional. But you're not yet. Okay. So. Either way. Wes knows. It's like four. T- it's like two to three times. <laughs> four times a day. One in the morning, one around lunch, and then maybe one sprinkled in later. Okay. So go ahead. My next one? Mm-hmm. It can be funny things, too. It doesn't have to be bad. But if you have more, I want to hear them. I'm trying to think. Oh, you don't like using a comforter. What's on the bed right now? A comforter. Oh, Oh, that's weird. (laughs) But you wouldn't have one if it was not for me. Oh, who bought the comforter? You did. Oh, But you wouldn't have bought one if I... That's strange. ...did not say... But but you said I wouldn't have that without without you? Yeah, because if I was not around, nobody would have convinced you to get one, and you would just have a sad sheet on your bed. <laughs> I had a blanket before, which was much more which comfortable. Which leads me to my next point. You're always hot. I am. You are, but, like, warm. How am I supposed to... Okay, here's my next one. <laughs> Joe is fucking cold, dude. Okay. Also, I'm not always warm because 
you will take all the bed sheets, curl up into a hot dog or a corn dog, and then I'll be just ass out on my bed with no sheets, shivering, but I can't get the blanket back because it's cocooned around you, and you're just like, deal with it. So you gotta learn to share. Not that one fucking marinate. What's your next one? That was it. Oh, okay. Gotta think. Do you have another one while I'm thinking? (sighs) Okay, here's one. Bitching about things you don't really care about, aka this pod. This podcast is one example. Just making it known to everybody, hey. Seth won't put me on his podcast. He's a dick. He won't even invite me on. And then guess what? I invite <laughs> you on and you're like, fuck. I didn't want to go on. Probably just in spite. No, it wasn't in spite. I... I have people who want to come on. I just didn't feel like fucking scheduling anybody in that. Plus, I didn't feel like hearing you say, oh, he's never going to have me on. Plus, I want to hear what you came up with. But you didn't come up with anything. But because everything that I have previously said. Tell him. He knows. Everything I previously said, you said, that we've already talked about. It's not true. Like the homeless people? I brought that up. Seth hates homeless people. I brought that up and you said that's too too physically exhausting or mentally exhausting. Also, I don't hate homeless people. You do. No, I don't. You want to talk about it? I'm kind of ready. Go ahead. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll let you talk all the way through and then I'll correct what I know you're going to say is false. Okay. Well, he may not hate homeless people per se he has a very strong dislike for them because he thinks that they can just go get a job and that it should be as easy as just getting a job and buying a house and everything that comes with the house and setting up a bank account and he just thinks that their only problem is that they don't want to help themselves so they just continue to live on the streets for funsies is that it? I'll let you talk now. Okay, so my my perspective on homeless people. And mind you, I've already accepted that I'm definitely too harsh on it. I've admitted that to you. He has. But I will say, for the ones who don't have, and I don't know how many this is. I don't know my stats on homeless people. But for the ones who don't have like mental issues, like their schizophrenia or like, I don't even know what drug is, like, well, actually, no, the drug one, I still think is kind of... Drug abuse is a mental illness. Yeah, but it's also... Addiction is a mental illness. Yes, but I would also say, and this will probably get me fucking slack, but some of that is responsibility of yourself. How did you let yourself fall into that? A. B. You need to recognize, no one can fix it for you. You can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. So if you're going to keep going down that path, yes, it's fucking sad. And if it was my family member, I would do all that I could, I'm sure. But I wouldn't expect fucking handouts. So you need to recognize that you have an issue and try to take the steps to solve it. Not just fucking panhandle, get money, and then go buy more drugs. I don't have, I don't, I don't really feel bad for that. Okay, but do you realize that addiction usually stems from mental illness or some situation that rough for a person and then addiction if it wasn't caused by mental illness can lead to mental illness 
And then your family is clearly going to get burnt out dealing with you. I mean, you say that you would try to help your family member out as much as you could, but you don't know until you're in those shoes how hard it would be to try to, like you said, lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. How many times are you going to try to lead the horse to water and make a drink before something finally sticks with them? Or it doesn't, and then you're like, okay, I can't help you anymore. You're on your own. And then how is that? What is that person going to do? That's my point. Is You have to fix it yourself. And I understand lots of times drug abuse comes from mental issues or from something traumatic. And I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying that I don't, I don't feel bad for the situation that they're in. But in the way I, in the way I see it, again, I know I'm looking at this with not a full not a full understanding of all of the shit that people who are homeless go through because I've never had to go through it. But I just feel like there's so many different things where you have to take accountability and realize, okay, what I did here sent me this way. A, what happened that lured me into trying these drugs that become so addictive? And then why do I keep sticking with it? B, what have I done that's so bad to cut off all my family, all my friends to where I don't even have a place to stay for a little while to get things back together? C, why am I wasting all of my time during the day doing nothing of value when I could be trying to get a job? I'm not saying it's easy to get one, but offering your services to somebody saying, hey, I will work for you for a month for free because what else do I have to do? And maybe that will fucking lead to something instead of saying, money, please, money, please, give me money. Oh, I don't want your food. I just want money for drugs. Like You think that someone in the midst of their addiction is going to think about all those things? No, I don't. But that point being, once you're in it, you're in it. That's my, that's my belief is once you are already feeling that I way. I think once you're in it, it's very like intrinsically hard to want to change it's like an extrinsic thing that needs to happen to motivate you like what me giving you money no because no it takes it would take like somebody coming along and being like hey do you want help like they're not going to motivate themselves to do it if they were going to change it would take an external source to come around and offer them that help offer them a solution and even then it might still be hard for them to change but I don't think that anybody in that situation, they're homeless, they're probably depressed, they're addicted to drugs, they probably, they might have other mental disorders. They're not go, going to want to change on their own or they don't even have the mental capacity to think about changing or think about what they would do to want to change. And then they're homeless, where are they going to detox? Or if they're homeless, they're constantly surrounded by other people that are addicts or other people who are selling drugs or doing drugs. It's hard to get rid of a habit if you're constantly surrounded by it. Yes, and you're saying that they need inspiration or help to get out of the shit externally. What about all the people, hopefully, that like their family members and their friends that tried giving them external help? That wasn't enough. So that's when you need, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I expect them to do it because I think if you're in that position, you're pretty fucked. That's why I feel like, what can I do to help you? If, if I was in a position to hire somebody, right, and somebody who was homeless came up to me present, and they were, they, they did the best they could and said, hey, I'm fucking homeless. Here's where I'm at. Maybe I'm a drug addict, but I'm not a thief and I will work for you for free until you can trust me and compensate me. 
again, I know I'm speaking as this because I have a clear mind, but if they need help from from external source and they weren't offered that by their friends or their family, or they were and they didn't accept it, what's why can I, why would you expect me to think that somebody off the street they're going to listen to more than a family or friend? Because, I mean, I don't know. That's a great question. But not everyone has a great support system or a support system at all. And maybe that is the reason, maybe the reason they ended up homeless is because they don't have a good support system anymore. They got divorced. They... <laughs> They left their families, like, they, (laughs) they're disconnected from everybody. I don't know. Homelessness is not just, like, a, obviously not an easy issue to tackle because there's a bunch of different factors that go into it, but you lumping all homeless people together and saying that they're all bad, not all bad, but, like, lazy, don't want to help themselves, can't, like, get themselves out of their situation, I don't think is fair to say. No, and I would agree, and that's not what I said. I said, I understand I'm not looking at it holistically. And I would also say that it's not all homeless people are bad. The ones that I have a problem with, even though you say I hate all homeless people, which I don't hate any of them, the ones I have a problem with are the ones who beg for money, and that's all they want because they want to use it how they see fit, which is typically drugs, which is unfortunate. And yeah, it sucks that they're in that position, but I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to enable them to keep doing that. You got to fucking learn to quit cold turkey then because, and I've told you the story and I'll say it again several times. One time on a date, somebody asked for money because he wanted a coffee. Mind you, I'm on a date, but I still felt like I wanted to help him. Went and bought him you a- wanted to show off. No, I didn't want to show off. I was fully confident that the date was going well and it did. Where is she? The date had nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, so I went and got the fucking guy coffee. Bring it back to him. Even if he didn't want coffee, accept it. The guy goes, no, I don't want coffee. You got cash? Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Sorry, you lost my interest right there. I understand. Maybe he's not in a clear mindset because maybe he's fucking cracked out. Or maybe he's having a hard time. But people like that, I don't, I don't really have the patience for and it, maybe they were given a circumstance in life that's much more difficult than mine. I'm sure they probably were. And that's unfortunate. But that kind of brings me back to, I can't help you if you don't want to be helped. So why should I fucking stress myself out about helping people who don't want to be helped? That just makes more work for me that is never going to get solved. That's how I feel. And I know I'm probably in the minority and I'm probably wrong about it. But I just feel like, I don't know, a person who is an addict will literally like lie to you and say anything that they have to to be able to get drugs and if you're looking at addiction like a mental illness which it is like can you really blame them no like that's like a schizophrenic person coming up to you and being like oh i see this man next to you and you basically being like fuck you like What am I supposed to do? What do you mean? How am I supposed to help that person? Which person? Also, have I ever said fuck you to a homeless person? No, you never have, and I didn't say. So I don't treat homeless people badly, but I'm saying if somebody with schizophrenia came up to me and said like whatever, how am I supposed to react to that? I don't know. 
You don't got to be rude about it. I, and I haven't been. So that's the thing. I can have an opinion. It won't change the way uh, I treat them. Maybe I won't give homeless people money. I'll give them food if they want it. I'm not giving them money. But this brings me back to the point. I know this is just one example, but Beautiful Boy. You know, the movie that fucking yes. hits deep. That's a true story. And the family did everything they could and just really exhausted themselves to help this kid. And it never worked. But you know what worked? When they fucking left him and said, sorry, you're on your own. Because that's when the person either sinks or they float. And as shitty as that sounds, because human nature is to want to help. If you're in a position where you cannot be helped and you cannot help that person, it takes more of a toll on you to try to help them. And it's still not going to, it's not going to help them more often than not when it comes to drugs. So they just have to fucking do it themselves. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So I can feel bad for it, but I'm not going to kill myself to try to help others that don't want to be helped. I know, but you're saying I hate them and I don't. It's just, that's my opinion. That was an exaggeration. You don't hate people. Yeah. You don't hate homeless people. You just have a differing opinion. Yeah. But again, I can understand. I'm cognizant of the fact that I was probably put in a much, had much of a more of a head start in life than probably a lot of homeless people. But maybe not. Maybe people just fucking took the wrong path and that's where they led and they need to get out of it. But I just don't think I, if I ever become homeless, that means I fucking did something way wrong and it's on me, not anybody else. But again, circumstances are different because I am, came from a position where I didn't ever have to struggle with anything like that. Anyway, that's a, that's a conversation on homelessness because I think we kind of end at the same point every time. I see where you're coming from and I think you're right for the most part. So. Well, you just admitted I was right, but my other... Going back to our previous talk, topic about things oh. that annoy me is that you always have to be right. Always. Guy will take stuff to his grave. And just never let it go until he's right. She's right about that. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Well, I've uh, I've recognized that that's that's not necessarily a strong point, and I'm working on it. You've gotten better, and you're a picky eater. But you have gotten better about that too. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about me? You wear the same outfit to bed every night. <laughs> it's comfy, dude. I hate that outfit. It's comfy. Okay, well, you asked. I don't love it. It's not, like, cute by any means, but it's comfy. All right. Well, anyway, it doesn't bother me, really, but... Well, now I don't want to wear it. It doesn't bother me. I'm going to go cry it, about it. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Before we get to the mental health tip, should should I, I think people might care to hear the story about Jenkin Boy yesterday? If anyone's even still listening, again. You never say that in any other episode. Because every other episode we have a plan of attack. Listen, I'm sorry if this is a train wreck of an episode. It's I, unique. Tell them about Jenkin Boy. I have a cat. Not that one. Not that one. We, we have another cat. Um, he was rescued. <laughs> was he though? He was rescued. He was like in a fire, in a house fire in Detroit when he was a kitten. 
And it just left him with some big issues, to say the least. Um, he has like, or he, when I adopted him, he had no hair on his back. Most of it has grown back, though. Um, and he has like crippling anxiety, like his mother. And <laughs> <laughs> he's the perfect cat for me. But he also has dandruff, like his mother. And a fucking fucked up spine, like his mother. I have since gone to a chiropractor to fix my fucked up spine. But, hasn't. but, so he has dandruff and anxiety. And so I bought (laughs) oatmeal shampoo for cats to try to help his dandruff. And we decided last night to give him a bath and he did not like it. Um, It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. He is already... He's already a very thin cat because he um, is probably malnourished because he has bad stomach problems. And seeing him in the water was the saddest thing ever. Maybe I'll, uh, during this week's promotion of the videos, I'll I'll post a picture of uh, Jake and Boy because he looked like a fucking squirrel. It was so sad. I felt so bad. But anyway, I think this is a good time as ever to uh, ask you about your mental health tip because I actually am curious to hear because as many conversations we had uh, and even some of the repeated conversations we had today, I don't think I've ever asked you what you do to achieve good mental health. So if you have anything you'd like to share, I'd love to hear. Well, I do really enjoy sunlight. So... (laughs) So whenever, I don't know, it's just nice to go outside, like when the weather's nice. I hate the winter, but when it's like starting to get nice out, as it is recently, it's nice to go outside. I also like, I also <laughs> like um, music. Music is always a good one. And I just feel like, which also I know that we disagree on this, I just feel like everyone could benefit from therapy, but I don't want to, I don't feel like having that conversation with you right now so well then you obviously haven't listened to all the episodes because i've I already have. admitted that i'm wrong on i therapy. know you have but i feel like therapy helps me a lot even if like i go there <laughs> stop laughing at me i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing because he's just <laughs> sniffing the mic dude sorry i know therapy helps a lot and i'm glad I just always feel so much better after going there, even if we don't talk about much of anything. I just feel like talking to my therapist always puts me in a better place. Well, I'm glad it works for you. I'm glad it works for everybody that's used it and it works for. And like I said, I think more and more I think about it, the more and more I might want to try it, but we'll see. Anyway, if you're still listening to this... okay. It's my fault, not your fault. I'm sorry that this was a bad episode. It might be a really good episode. People might like it. It's got more of a comedic undertone than most of the episodes, so maybe it's a good change of pace. Uh, it's also more of a freestyle, so maybe people like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. This Guess was, we'll see. Uh, yeah, all winged last second. Yeah, but you know what? Now you have one under your belt, so when you come on next time, you'll be more prepared, and you won't be, have to be anxious about it. I'll be back. Were you the Terminator? Yep. Give me a Terminator voice. I can't. Are you nervous? No, I just don't. I'll be back. Um, that was me. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so point being again, if you are still listening to this call or the call, this podcast, thank you because you are a fucking loyal supporter. Um, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming myself. Uh, if you want to be on this on this podcast and have a come with a game plan. Well, we we usually develop it together, but if you want to be on this podcast and have a good conversation, usually it's a little bit more serious and centered around uh, sensitive topics. But we have had those conversations about most of those things, so I I don't think either of us really wanted to repeat conversations. So no. it was fun. Thank you for coming on. Um, but yeah, if you want to come on, message me on Instagram at timm podcast. Or text me or find my Facebook or send me an email, um, T-I-M-M-Pod at gmail.com. Um, send a fucking messenger, messenger owl. Pigeon. Pigeon. Who the fuck would you say? Harry Potter. Um, I've never seen Harry send Potter. Send smoke signals. Come ding dong. Actually, yeah. Come ding dong ditch me. <laughs> Maybe I'll give a prize come to the first person to come ding dong ditch me who's not like... Come toilet Jake, paper, Wes, Ryan, Ross, or Kyle, or Freed. Any of those people who I named, it doesn't count for you, but if anybody else, well, Freed doesn't listen to this, but if anybody else uh, wants to dig and dish me, I'll give you a prize. But you gotta find me. Alright? Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye.